0: Welcome back to Business Unveiled. So today we're going to do a podcast in Nashville, Tennessee, and our guest is the lovely Christina. Christina has a podcast as well, The Ring, Bling, and All the Things, Mm -hmm. with two phenomenal business partners who are so much fun too. They're not here today, but that's okay. We still miss you and love you, Mike and Sharon.
1: They're going to be so excited that you even mentioned them, just saying their name. They're just gonna be thrilled.
0: And then Tammy's here too, which when we're done, we have to have her say hi. Christina's like, we just like clicked immediately because she's like a tech blonde. And there's not many like, actually there's not many women in tech. There's not many blonde women in tech. I've only met one other girl, Kat, love you, Missy lots. She, uh, I met her in Switzerland. She lives in London, I believe but I'm so glad like more women are getting into tech. But the main thing that we were talking about last night that we wanna talk about today is strategy. But before we before we jump into all that, Christina, tell them about your journey. Like how have you gotten to
1: where you are today? It's been a long journey. So it started out all the way back to high school. I did yearbook and newspaper. I loved graphic design. I loved being a creative and I thought that I would somehow get away from that, but I didn't. I ended up going to school for graphic design. Um, I took a little detour along the way. Don't we all? And did mortgages. uh, Mortgage? A a number of years. But I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't change that. I worked with a lot of men. And honestly, it really helped me be the person I am today with multitasking um, systems and processes. It really did. And um, I found my way back. Um, into marketing. I went to school for uh, my MCSE and... What is that? Uh, Microsoft
0: Engineer. Okay, in case you don't know what that is, because I don't know what that is, Microsoft...
1: Certified... Certified...
0: Systems... Systems Engineer. Engineer, that sounds really
1: smart, okay. Yep, let's go with MCSE. Sounds good. (laughs) So, what I found was the whole corporate America thing. Like, hats off to those that do it. But I really found myself drawn to small businesses. Um, Some of them didn't have computers. Forget POS systems. You know, we're talking... Point of sale. Thank you. I love my slang. It takes your money. (laughs) Yes. Um, And you're talking about in the um, 2000s. And what I also found was how many businesses that were friends of a friend of a friend Mm -hmm. that I would go into to help them um, build a computer based on what they needed, had no business cards, no signage, no hours on the window, forget brochures, rack cards, things like that. And I had done websites all the way back to the AOL community. And so when I found that they didn't even have marketing material, I knew that they did not have any kind of online presence and today's online presence is much different than it was back then. Very. Very. And Hold on, for 30 days it'll change again. Social media didn't exist back then. Yes. And that is where I really found this love for helping businesses go from point A to point B and then to point C. They couldn't go from A to Z. In 30 days most didn't have marketing budgets um, they weren't even used to the terminology the whole idea of everything back then you were selling them on this is going to help your business and not everyone was doing it so it wasn't a fad or well my neighbors doing it this person's doing it so I need to do it and that's what I really found that I enjoyed and what that turned it turned into is us having a marketing company and doing websites, graphic design, email marketing, all those things and now video marketing and your favorite. And you'd have to spin this back around to realize that um, a person at that time in my life was in the wedding industry um, as a DJ and that put me right smack in the middle. With wedding professionals that guess what? We at wedding shows. No websites. If they had a website, we'll just leave it at that. But so there I got to start working with wedding professionals, but I got a firsthand take of how the wedding business worked. It is very different than many other businesses. Emotional, very different.
0: She says she's cute. It's very different. I'll just say it's really emotional money
1: And you can say that you offer these services or you know but what you're basically marketing people is the experience the outcome and How everything has evolved Um, It is so awesome that I've now circled back around and fell into a niche in the wedding industry that I can pull from all my experiences. Me and you have talked about that. Like you can go to school and you can learn certain things and you can get degrees but when you get real-life experience and not only are you walking the walk and talking the talk, you're not doing it from just an education standpoint. You're doing it from real-life experiences and I think that's one of the things is how we are, mm-hmm. we can relate on a whole different level with Completely. people. Yes, and there's people out there that do marketing that don't do anything with technology, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, and bringing all of that together, I think that's a lot why we clicked, because we get it. Yeah, We've been there, we understand it, and there's a better way. We don't have it perfect, and if, for those out there that might think we do, we must be doing something right. <laughs> we must be doing something right, but it's a work in progress, and to be part of that and help create and pave new ways, I don't know about you, but I really think that's something special, and we're very blessed to be part of that.
0: Yeah, I think like there's two really, really, really big things. One of one of it is there's uh, there's people in marketing that work for other people. And we we need those people more than ever. Um, But they've never had to use their own money to actually market something that is theirs. And so it becomes like super personal and super emotional. And so, you know, so that's the first thing where it's easy to tell somebody to go do something, but if you've never used your money to do, that, don't go ask for advice from someone that has never done what you're about to do. And so, the beef that I have, and it actually like, wait, you have beef? Makes my armpits sweat, okay? When oh, no, no, no. I'm like coaching people or talking to people, like, or teaching a workshop, and they're like, well, so and so said that I should blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, what, what what what's their case study what's their numbers what's their data did they a b split test what's the outcome what was their investment in something and if they can't answer that like how can you be a consultant for someone when you've never actually used your
1: own money to do something so that's the first thing well the question is like they're in the exact same industry doing the exact same thing with the exact same structure right because that's solid advice if you're in that exact same shoes yeah and most of the time it's no 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 yeah
0: so it's that and then the second thing that is so different is that and it all has to do with personalities and it's not that it's right or wrong it's just that some of us thrive off of change and some of us go out to conferences or we watch youtube videos i mean i'm a lot of this stuff like i'm completely self-taught I did it myself and then some of the stuff worked and some of the stuff didn't work. But even so, what we're, used to work even three years ago, With the, we were talking about last night, with Facebook ads does not work today. How, uh, six months ago? Yeah, <laughs> uh, six days ago at this point. Right. So it's like, you have to make a, a decision that if you're going to do it for yourself and then if you're actually gonna get paid for it, that mm-hmm. you've gotta, you owe it to yourself and to your clients yeah to keep up and in the wedding industry specifically it's not like the medical industry where you have to have a hundred CEUs continuing education hours mm-hmm. to you know, just like hold a license or anything it's just a super gray market mm-hmm. and so these certifications and these conferences and these these things that we're constantly continuously updating and learning you want to find companies that are innovating and growing and and moving with what is different because if you ask a company, so how long have you been doing that video marketing? Uh, well, about six months because that is how long it's been around. Well, how much have you invested, you know, it's just asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. But then also, there's a flip side to that, to finish the point, of you can't always look at someone's numbers, like on social media, and think that you know what's going on. Because a lot of it is vanity. A lot of it, you can, you can pretty much buy anything these days. And so the bottom line is, you don't need a million, gazillion people following you. It's, it's about the engagement and the impact that you're making. And it's one person at a time. One person at a time. And so instead of focusing on the millions, like someone said to me at a conference recently, they're like, oh, you don't have very many followers on TikTok. Like you only have like whatever it was. I was like, only? I'm like, first off, every single person that I follow back on Instagram, I know them. I know, Like I've either, either met them or I met them at a conference or we have DM'd or they were on my podcast or they came from someone's podcast. Like there is a very specific reason because I don't want a bunch of random people if if someone is not going to
1: believe in what I'm talking about why do they need to be on my page so the other thing too is sometimes people we talked about this last night get so hung up on the numbers that they're just looking at how many followers how many this how many that there's so much more to it than just that data of a number and the other thing to touch on that you said, as a wedding professional, you know what it's like to market yourself, to market your own business, like you said. And if, when sometimes it can be a roller coaster. There,
0: okay. It is always a roller coaster. Let's it, it's be honest.
1: Re, real busy, you, kind of slow. But you see, about right, buckle up, as Mike says a lot of times. But. Having having structure in place about your messaging, about who you are, when you have that, and you're not just helter-skelter throwing things out in wherever you're putting them, website, social media, it doesn't matter, wherever, there's so much more invested in those sentences, in that picture, in that video that's included. It's not just from a marketing company that is saying, oh, well, you need to include a video in your email. You know, we've talked about this, like what's the call to action? What do you, how do you want them to feel? What do, you, what do you want their takeaway to be? And when you're gonna invest any amount of money in your marketing, your advertising, your content, when you have people that have walked the walk, it comes from a whole different perspective. It does. And we've also talked about this, People can think, okay, well, I need you to come in and shoot a video, and then I need you to put that up. Yeah, yeah those two steps is exactly how it's done. <laughs> right. Oh, and oh, you want results out of that, too? No problem, sure. Oh, and you want it in a day? Uh, absolutely. Oh, no comment over there, you Tammy. You have no budget. <laughs> and But the steps that go into that being quality mm-hmm. over quantity and producing results, why the hell are you spending money in the first place not to just spend it I'm hoping I'm thinking right you want something for it whether it be more followers more leads more whatever it is you want out of it maybe you just want more people to know about your business mm-hmm.
0: which is what social media is for by the way social media really is to be
1: social what wait no way social yeah like, How many times do we forget that? Be though?
0: social and like a real person. I'm all about automation and bots, y'all. I like that is no secret if you listen to this. But there is a point to where you human connection is different. And when you go to an in person something and you meet people in person, it is a completely different experience than trying to connect with someone online
1: or through the screen. Gosh, I think we have we have learned that over the last couple of years. I really do think we got smacked right in the face with how great networking events can be or chamber events or whatever association you're part of. The power of being with other like minded or people that are in the same industry. I have to think back and I'm, I'm being honest. I, I think I got to a point where I took that a little bit for granted.
0: I think everyone did. Yeah. And, I mean, there's even, okay, y'all, so true colors, like well, oranges, <laughs> like, we're just, ah, yeah, we're we are at a bar. We're at a bar right now, like, doing this and drinking and, like, with having With a
1: beautiful fun. backdrop. This is not fake.
0: No, this there, isn't, this is there's this in the green screen. Right. Um, These pillows are real. Everything is real here. We're all real.
1: Um, but. Stay with us. <laughs> She's getting to it.
0: It's like, no matter like what your personality is, everyone missed that human connection like on different mm-hmm. levels. And so it's really important to understand how to connect with people even through social media and through the internet and, and, and online. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are so similar in so many ways. We both have brothers. Is your brother your younger brother?
1: Yes, I'd love to call him my older brother, but no, he's my younger brother. So There's... my
0: brother's my younger brother. Everyone thinks how my many years older? Six years younger. Okay, no, mine's eleven. Younger. Okay, wow, that's even more. Mm-hmm. But but people who know me and my brother, first off, they can't believe we're related, and second off, they're like, "How much older is he than you?" Which is hilarious, and I, I just I love it because I mean we're we're also but our brothers think. That they're that we just like show up and they're like yeah just shoot we'll just shoot this video real quick. Well, mean, where's that wand to both of us? Where's
1: that wand that you you know that magic wand?
0: I would do anything for my family and 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 we sometimes would, absolutely we make it work and we do what we have to do in the middle of the night. Let's sometime. be honest, most of the time, even getting them to back up and walking them through like what a strategy means and like let's think about this and how. Are people going to respond to this? And and you also have to backtrack and 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 use the wording that people are using to
1: to talk to you. So, you mean you don't you don't know exactly the lingo that these different business people are going to talk up, right? We don't automatically know that. That is a very important. I have that conversation a lot of times with people. What questions do people normally ask you? Well, what do you mean? Like, what's the top three or four questions that you field on a regular basis? Right. Listening. You have to pay attention. Listening can can make a big difference in business. Oh and, and listen,
0: I was the worst for years. I'm like, I'm gonna do what I wanna do and I wanna do what I wanna but that doesn't work. And so I've learned to appreciate the data and I've also learned the hard way where when clients come to us and say well, I want this, 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 and this. And it's like, well, we can do that, but it's not going to work. And you really need A, B, C, D, E, F, G before we do this. And they don't like that. So then there are marketing companies out there that will just take the money and do exactly what you ask them to do and then be done with it. And that's fine. It's not what I do. It's not what you do. No. I mean. We're, but I also think we have a passion for education mm-hmm. and like making sure that people understand the why behind it. Even though I'm not green in true colors, I still think it's under, it's, it's valuable information. But I've learned the hard way, people don't give a shit. They don't care. They just want something quick, and they want it now. And guess what? In marketing, it doesn't work like that.
1: And there's something to be said. if I'm not asking you to study the process. I'm not asking you to memorize it. I'm not asking you to do it. The important thing of realizing why there's 12 or 14 steps to something is because that, if you had to figure this out on your own, you would end up paying how much more money versus what it costs to be have a coach, a consultant, or somebody do services for you, depending on what you're needing, that's packing education, years of experience. You've got all that rolled into one that the whole thing is the outcome, it is, what is what happens with what's done. And I think sometimes that's not talked about enough. Um, You know, you can say, post on social media or put a story up or do a TikTok. I mean, okay, people have a lot of heard about hashtags. Trending audio. (laughs) There's so many different things. And I think it frustrates people to a level that they don't end up doing it. They don't end up being present on different platforms that are out there because they get frustrated with it. And I think it circles back around to strategy, honestly. It
0: does. There's a saying that uh, one of the monks that I love, who he was a speaker at one of our events, I don't know if I'm going to get it exactly right, but he said something like, Where energy, where focus, where energy flows, focus goes, or where, where focus goes, mm-hmm. energy flows. And it couldn't be more true. And then when you actually track it, it's like, uh, aha moment.
1: Wait. Track. You mean you just don't so, plan stuff
0: out and put it up? So we decided, so we picked three things and we're like, what are three things we're going to focus on that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. uh, for at least 90 days and see if, you know, if it helps if people respond to it. And again, what I think and what actually happens is two different things. And so it's really interesting because now, like, we've had our podcast since 2017, and so to watch the numbers, it's like, when I'm, like, out doing things like this, or I'm getting B-roll, or I'm more engaged with it, people respond better to that versus where, you know, we did what we had to do during the pandemic to keep things moving and keep things going, but it's a completely different energy, and it's a completely different outcome, and you can watch the numbers, it's just crazy I
1: think what you've just touched on there active yeah when you're showing up and you're active I can say even over the last three months that's something that I've been focused on where my energy has been and um, it has it has transformed it has generated website traffic phone calls emails followers And there are days that I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to put something up every day or I'm going to do this other reel. And you know, there can be days that you do want to do stuff and you don't want to do stuff. There's power in batching and scheduling things out because I'm going to be honest with you. And if you're being honest, there's very days you don't want to TikTok. I mean. Oh, I will always get
0: up and dance, okay? Maybe
1: when you go to the (laughs) dentist, for example. Life can happen. Yeah. Right now, with where we're at with social media, you you ghost your social media followers for a few days. You're, you, the algorithm next. is what... Right. Yep. Next. next. And I think that's the thing is I've even had people say to me, I see that you're showing up more. I see that you're utilizing stories more. Oh, I see you're um, doing regular reels. Um Yes, I've been much better about that, and the reason that I wanted to do it, and I hesitate when I say this, the reason I really wanted to embrace it because of all the changes going on, you know, when you can speak from experience and you can say, I did this, and here were the results, when you go to tell somebody this is what you need to do, it's not just because I'm writing it down on a piece of paper and I'm telling you this is what you need to do. No, here's what, ha- here's what I did, this is what it produced. So now I feel better educated and have experience under my belt to say, you should devote some time to this. This should become part of your schedule. It's just different when you're speaking from that experience, you yeah. know, you've been through it and you've yeah. done it with TikTok and reels and stories and all of the different channels and can it be overwhelming? Yes. Very much so. And if anybody tells you any different, they're lying. They are lying. I mean, I say that with full confidence because you can make it you can make it sound pretty, you can make it look pretty, but when you get to the root of it, it can be frustrating. But it's figuring out your strategy and your process. That is where you can help yourself, and you're all about that, you know, and it's, but it, it's almost like you, you're, you pave the way. Yeah. You know, you're, you're paving the way, mm-hmm. and you're going to have people along the way that, well, why are you spending so much time on TikTok? Well, I mean, like, you're everywhere. You're talking about me. You're, my business name is in your mouth, um, you know. Yeah. Uh,
0: I must be yeah. doing
1: something right. Yeah. You're not going to please everybody. And you know what? You, I love your saying about um, if there's going to be haters. There's going to be negative Nancys, however you want to frame it. Trolls. Trolls. And I think that's when you know you're making waves. Mm-hmm. You are making People waves. People are
0: paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so, first off, like, you can't be afraid of what everyone else thinks because if you're confident in yourself and you produce an amazing experience for your clients, that's all that matters. And worrying about what someone else thinks of you online who doesn't know you. Let's be honest, people put out what they want you to see on social media. And that's all that... I mean, come on,
1: like, that that's just... You get to control the arena of what content is out there.
0: And the perception mm-hmm. that you want people to mm-hmm. think.
1: The story, the perception. Everything.
0: Yes. One mm-hmm. of my favorite, cutest little movies ever, and I know some people are like, I can't stand those TikTok kids. Well, I love the TikTok kids. Why
1: is it that we change our voice? I just did that a well while ago. I, I don't, know.
0: I know. Well, I'm just, like, kind of mimicking people who don't know what the <laughs> hell they're talking about. But do not
1: those TikTok ki- those TikTok kids are effing smart? Okay. Hey, guess what? You know what? If they don't leave TikTok, they're your future potential clientele, could be your target audience. Right. Then you're going to be making up so much ground and not have any kind of presence because you didn't embrace it. What? And that I tell people that like, well, I'm not. I'm just on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I, there's still some people that say that. Oh yeah, I and know a
0: lot of people like that
1: but you just told me your target audience is 20 to 40.
0: Anyway, the movie. So the cutest movie with Addison Vay and uh, I think it's called like She's All, or He's All That, or She's All That. So my little nieces were, were like all in my bed, like four of us, and they wanted to watch this movie. And I'm like, okay. It was so cute and it was so clever the way that the producer and the director did it because she was living a completely fake life behind the scenes. She would get out of bed in her, like, super poor home, single mother, could hardly pay the bills, do her makeup, then get back in bed, then pretend like she just woke up looking like that. And then she would go to, like, some condo building and pretended like, I mean, it was just, people actually really do this stuff, but it's not real life. And so my nieces, like, and they were just, I mean, they love those TikTok kids. So, you know, they're just, like, glued to the TV screen. And I'm like, this is such a great positive message for young kids and for the parents who are like, well, my kid can't have social media. And, I mean, even my sister gets super irritated with me. But it's like, you don't get an opinion unless you're playing ball And you're spending money in the field you don't get a right you don't have a right to give me your opinion about what's working or not you just know the negativity of what the the kids what's happening with the kids at school but if you're a parent involved in what your child is doing and you reframe it and teach them the positive side of things and I'm like well you might be thanking me when you don't have to pay for their college or when there's colleges choosing children to go to their school because of the audience that they have. Like, this is where our future is headed. And so instead of alienating it and taking it away from things, mm-hmm. put a strategy in place to sit down and talk to your kids about it. Like, what do you, what do you want to be known for? You know, asking a 10-year-old that, and they're like, well, I just want to be the best gymnast on floor. Okay. Well, then how can we achieve that, and then bring that through your videos? And it just—it clearly irritates me that people don't take the time to sit down and like talk about it. If you, we're not just talking about a strategy for your business. It's a strategy for just life, for life, personal and professional. And it's like if you have family goals and children goals and professional goals. And then you have your own goals. It's like you have your own identity. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest part sometimes when you like shift doing things. Anyway, back to the strategy. The
1: other thing to that is there everybody's gonna say there's good and bad to social media. Your target audience is probably on social media. It's the it's the bottom line. And I have worked with business owners that want nothing to do with social media. And I think it's identifying how do you utilize it for your business, but not if you want to say, get sucked into it, however you want to word it. Personally, I've worked with people that for many of reasons, many of reasons, they do not want to be on social media, but they're smart enough and they realize, my business has to be, They have to have a presence. And it's identifying that and going to somebody that can help you and just being honest with whoever is working with you. And while we're talking about all this, you know, I feel like both of us have conversations about content, mm-hmm. quality over quantity. And the direction that social media is headed in, you know, there are people having a lot of success that aren't posting every day, not posting two or three times a day, that are spending more time focused on the quality of the content that they put out relatable content that is going to stop the scroll that is going to interest their target audience and I think so many times people because their business is busy like the wedding business for example I mean we all know that what they've talked about over this next year or two maybe that rolls into the following year and the following year we don't know that yet that oh, it's been five days since I posted something. Like, can you throw up a picture or something? Like, can you just do a post real quick?
0: If I had a dollar for every time someone said that, mm -hmm.
1: I would never work. There's so much involved in that content piece that I think that's important for people to know. To get something out of social media. Whatever it is you're looking for. Whatever your strategy is. You know we're not sitting here telling you you've got to post three times a day on every platform that's out there. That's the whole point of having a sit-down, figuring out that strategy, but that's what makes your content so important because unlike how things were, posting three, four, five times a day, and you're posting all different kind of content, and now this all depends. The industry you're in, your business, your target audience, what I'm saying doesn't apply to all. If we need to give that disclaimer, there it is. But it's what makes the quality of your content so much more so important not so much more important so important Um, if you're not posting multiple times on multiple channels so that is so step
0: one in a strategy step one is we're gonna go through steps here awesome is that you have to ask yourself what do you want what is your goal what do you want so some of your clients like what are some of the things and and not five things one thing mm-hmm. what is now you can have a, a, a top a middle and a nice mm-hmm. so you can have like levels no mm-hmm. more than three what's the most important what's the most important are you asking me what people yeah like what are some of the goals that your clients have said um I mean, we know that we need this, and they're like so irritated and aggravated about Ooh,
1: it. A lot of times, I, I want to be at the top of someone's mind if they're looking for X in the wedding industry, if they're looking for this type of vendor.
0: And then when you say, okay, well, how would you like to do that? What do they say? If they say, I'm my here.
1: goal is to be top of mind, and then, That's why I'm here. Seriously, if I could coin that saying, that, that's why I'm here. Yeah yeah they don't they don't
0: know they, they, that's mm-hmm. the problem like and the challenge is you don't know so instead of just trying to figure it out you can go to workshops you can watch YouTube videos there's a here's the thing with free information and you gotta love it but there are people I'm one of them we put out information out of order on purpose on purpose if you want the order of exactly how something is done and in all the details and you want it done then that requires either coming
1: to a workshop or getting a course I can't have a two-hour phone conversation with you as a friend can I call you and you can you, you give can me sketch the play, play through Amanda <laughs> you can go talk to Amanda she'll put a stop to that <laughs> but you're exactly right because in my case I, I've been doing this for 20 years you know, go find someone just like me, that has been through what I've been through, has experienced what I've experienced, has the education I do, and all of that together. You know, same for you. You're you're in the exact same situation. But when they say to me, well, that's why I'm here, what the hell do you want? Like, what do you want people to do? Like, what do you want out of your audience? And they're like, like they've never heard that before. Yeah, they, do, they really
0: don't know. So that's the first thing you mm-hmm. ask yourself is, what is the goal? Okay, if you want to do social media, well, everyone else is doing it. I know my business is going to die if I don't do it. But again, really think deeply. What do you want out of it?
1: My competitors are there, so I know I need to be. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's not a good enough reason to just start it up. So that's the first thing. So typically what people say is they want sales out of it. They want clients they want to convert clients well how do you do that Mm -hmm. so the second step is to create brand awareness and educate on what you're doing and now y'all when i say it i mean dumb it down okay what you think is important and what uh, someone else who is not in our industry it is two totally different things even rolling Mm -hmm. up washcloths and slicing cucumbers and, and soaking them and putting them in the freezer. And a guy that worked with me, he's like, oh my God, you had a video that I'm like, wow, this is common sense. It's August, it's effing hot outside. But it wasn't. And it was like such a good slap in the face to know that like we take mm-hmm. for granted. And just because it's fun or just because if it's, it's we're crafty or we're creative, not everyone is like that. And so what you think oh everyone should know this like this is stupid Mm -hmm. it give yourself a little bit more credit because people really don't know
1: make a list of everything that you do for a client in your business however it needs to be worded for you each of those items or at least a post and at least. least and let's start with 10 I've learned to be
0: very specific. All my green people would be really proud of me not right make, now. Don't
1: take the time making
0: 50 or 100. No. It, it, nobody's going to win an award. Ten. 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 And then you rotate those ten things for 90 days. Just ten. And keep it simple. And it is brand awareness. And what a, if you leave gaps in your messaging, people will fill them in for you by making things up. Now, whose fault is that?
1: Your fault. Surely not mine. Because you didn't you've gotta close the
0: story. You've gotta close the loop. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I know all this because it's all happened to us? I mean we know these things are experience. Mm-hmm. Still people are like, What do you do? You're so confusing. I'm like, Well, I wanna be confusing right now. That's on purpose. It'll come. Just pay attention to social just media. Wait just wait patiently. There's yeah. some big things coming. But it's on purpose. Like mm-hmm. we we're just doing what we're doing and when people are confused they either stay and pay attention because they're interested to see or they leave which means they weren't gonna be in the community in the first place because it's not they're not
1: dedicated it's probably not somebody that is going to make a purchase from you right. or be a quality lead right anyway so again don't get hung up on that
0: or like add to your community and that's the other thing is well let's finish the steps for strategy okay so what do you want is first thing. What are the 10 things that you want to talk... Like, things that you get asked constantly that I you love think that is one. stupid stupid. Well, you
1: write Nothing 10 stupid. of your most frequently asked questions. That's content. And I, I said for social media, but even your website. I mean, email marketing, all of that.
0: It matters.
1: Yes. And then the
0: third thing is um, just get over this, what I'm about to say. Is you... Video you have to incorporate video. So share some things about some video.
1: I, everybody thinks that I love video. And I've told my peoples, look, I wasn't a big fan of it. And, and I've always been a numbers person. And when I could clearly see in black and white, if I spend X number of, X amount of time on content, whether it be a graphic, wording, whatever it may be, and I spend the same amount of time on a video, and you can A, B test, or you can go off your past experience, and the video clearly, clearly, is, it's not even in the same ballpark as the response, the engagement, all the things. It kinda makes you say, hmm, well, if I'm gonna be smart about my time, and I want engagement and I want people, like you do things for a reason. You dedicate time, just like you're in the business you're in for a reason. You dedicate time for a reason. You want something out of it. So if someone is saying, here's the numbers, which do you wanna do? Well, you might not like this one, but at the end of the day, it's best for your business. And video is a powerful tool. Thank God for technology because most people have a smartphone that can do video from anywhere. My other soapbox item in regards to video is for all my wedding professional people out there. If you only understood how much of an advantage you have on many other industries because all of your planning meetings, your events, uh, your testimonials, Uh, The list can go on and on and on. That is all content you have to use for your business. And
0: you have it already. You're doing it
1: already. You're doing it. Now, okay, let's put in some disclaimers here I've learned. So, first of all, do you probably need to have some kind of disclaimer or disclosure in your contract about video footage at events or of your couples or if it's a corporate event, whatever it may be? Um, Probably so, but we're not here to talk about contracts today, but I will tell you that should probably be somewhere in your contract. Most of the time you're going to find that couples, people doing events, they want, they love being out there. They love being part of it. They love it. And at the end of the day, being an events professional or wedding professional, those videos are selling your business for you. They're selling what you do, the outcome. What other format can you deliver that in? Now,
0: pictures don't tell the same story. I,
1: I have a lot of photographer friends, amazing photographs.
0: And I love photographs of other people, not myself.
1: Yeah, I've also had some clients that have had success using four or five photographs from the photographer with their permission, where they've been tagged in it. They've even done a voiceover or they've done a blog about the event. Okay, but back to what we're talking about: video is king, no matter what. Video Content is king.
0: Content. And here's my king.
1: last soapbox <laughs> item. Last soapbox item. I don't have anything against dealerships. I'm not gonna call one out in particular. Dealerships? Yeah, dealerships. Car dealerships. dealerships. Yeah. I'm not gonna call any out in particular. But here's what I'm gonna share with you. Spokespeople don't work for your business anymore. I'm sorry. It doesn't. You have to show up for your business. If they're doing business with you, if I go on camera for you and I get many people ask me. Again, I'm back to, I'm not a huge fan of doing videos. I'm not wanna sign up to do them for other people. I have done them for clients in the past. When they come in to do business, Christina's not gonna be there. Angela's not gonna be there. The connection that they made is with a person who's just doing a video for you. No one knows your business better than you. Who Who else can talk about your business? If not you, someone that has done business with you. That's why reviews and testimonials are so important. That's why people are having a lot of success with video testimonials on their website or social media. So I've been to many classes, workshops, where video has been the topic because for me, it was something I personally needed to work on. I I can coach people through videos, I can do videos. Of Of course, I do it all the time. But when it's on you, it is something I identified that I needed to work on for myself. And why? Why would I invest money? Why would I invest my time? It's that important. And guess what? It's not going anywhere. There, you asked me to talk about video. Was that a good? Was that, that was good? So good. <laughs> so I'm the opposite. I
0: love video. I love it. Uh, I love. Not that I love being on—it's not about being on camera. It's about the message, and I—and and again, this is just my feelings of. But the reason I feel that way is because I learn best through video.
1: So again, it goes back to yourself. What do I'm, you identify? I'm going to say something to that because Angela encouraged me and my team to use Marco Polo uh, video chat texting. App. Video texting. Video te- texting. It and has it helped? It has uh, really helped. And I'll tell you why is because when I'm talking to somebody and I'm in a hurry, I'm looking at Tammy <laughs> that's over here. Life. I'm in a hurry. Tammy can see that I'm like, hey, you know, this is something that's going on with a client. Here's a little bit of the backstory. Here's this and this. My team is not getting a text or an email from me that is one sentence long that's like, like, is this customer upset? Like, do I need follow Like, the wheels start turning. There is no reason for that. And it comes back to the emotion. We're seeing the expression on your face. You're not questioning what those words, and that to me really stood out when you shared that that's something you utilize in your team and with your clients. I think it is, I think it's monumental in a team environment and for other businesses uh, just because video is so much more powerful than words on the screen it is and you
0: it, it has minimized so much miscommunication mm, and, and yes. also too with like Marco Polo when you can see someone's face or like hear their voice you can t- there's no miscommunication if I'm being sarcastic if I'm being serious if I when you're talking pissed. you're kind of
1: laughing or you're not yeah. so happy yeah, like
0: it's just, and the other reason too that we, we really try to get clients to use it is because it actually gets you comfortable seeing yourself on video. When I'm with like people and they're, they're newly using it, they're, they're like, oh my God, look at these wrinkles, oh my God, look at my, and I'm like, quit looking at yourself, you got to look at the camera, like this isn't about you, like you're delivering a message, like look at the camera. And you can tell. You can tell if I'm looking at myself or I'm looking at the camera. Like you can tell.
1: We're wearing sunglasses because it's up and sunny. I don't know what she's talking about. And my eyes are really I'm looking at right at the audience. I mean, yeah, I'm good.
0: But it's just like quit worrying about yourself. But I think also too, there's two different parts to social media. You're either a creator or you're a consumer, meaning you consume content or do you create content? And going back to that 80-20 rule that we're gonna talk about later, it's like 80% creating it, creating the strategy, what you're gonna talk about. And listen, it can just be the How we started is I would, instead of answering emails back in the day when people would ask me questions, I'm like, I'm just gonna make many videos about this and send it to them and then put it on YouTube which that was like the, well, or Vimeo. Like the, at the time, Facebook didn't, I, I, I don't think I had Facebook back then. So it, if you have to say it more than t- twice, and you get the same if you get a question more than twice, it deserves a blog, it deserves a video. And having a blog and a video blog and a blog goes back to strategy of how are you going to say it one time and then get get it out to people. And that's your nurturing content. Which is what social media is really for. It's brand awareness, education. How can you let the potential client know more about you? And that is what social media was for. To be social and to brand awareness. Not so much sell, 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 sell. These were social media platforms before they became ad platforms. Social. And before they... I mean, even Instagram shopping hasn't been around forever, monetization hasn't been around forever. And if it's like if one platform does it, then the other platform feels like they have to keep up and then they change everything and then you have to change everything. Just get over it. It's just like Gary V. he was speaking at a event that I was at recently and TikTok was the main subject. TikTok and cryptocurrency, Bitcoin and NFTs, it's all about that. and. People were like, but I heard, like, what if TikTok goes away and you worked all that time on blah, 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 and, you know, you're saying focus, focus, focus. Well, yeah, you should, if you're brand new, focus on one platform for at least 90 days where you think your audience is, but then wash, rinse, repeat your content. And so Gary Vee's like... Well, shit, if TikTok goes away in six months, who gives a shit? Those 40,000 people that I built, they're going to find me on another platform because they liked me on TikTok. Who cares if it shuts down? And all that content on TikTok, it's used over on Reels. So it's like, instead of fighting it,
1: Like, build a community. If it goes away, who cares? They're going to find you if you put up quality content. You made an impact. You made an impression. Whatever wording you want to use, they're going to find you.
0: Or better yet, you have a link tree or a beacon, and they go up and search more, and then they end up in your text community or your email Mm -hmm. list, meaning you fully own your audience then. Don't rely on social media to own your audience. That's a whole different topic. Okay. So the next step. So what do you want? What's your number one goal? What are the 10 things that people ask you all the time that you're gonna talk about? Are you gonna do video? How are you gonna deliver the content? Not like, are
1: you gonna do video, you, no, no. You,
0: like, you, you will.
1: How now, are you going to incorporate video? Right.
0: Now, it could be vertical, it could be horizontal. There are plenty of creators that we know who never show their face. However, I will tell you, get a dog, get a mascot, get a stuffed animal, I'm not being funny, I'm being for real. However, when your face is in it, and people buy from people they like and trust, when you show your face more,
1: and when you're real. Are you saying they're not going to find, they can't make an, Im, this can't make an impression, this, they can't make a connection with this item right here? I bet you anything though, but if, if you saw me doing
0: this, Showing you... Well, these don't do it because they're outdoor pillows. Like, how to make the pillows look nice on your couch. And, like, there's, like, a furniture interior designer
1: person. This doesn't have a personality. No! But you do. There's no feeling. Let people connect with you. I feel like we're... Why are people afraid? Don't be afraid. Let people want to connect with people. You just have to start. People want to connect with... Okay. So, video?
0: Video. Yep. So, how are you going to do it? And again it it doesn't quit trying to be perfect in fact perfect doesn't really convert and i was just telling her last night like i put out some drafts like some reels and like they've performed better than all the other stuff that took way more time and thought and effort because it's
1: more relatable you don't always have to have your hair did you don't always have to have your makeup exactly right you don't always have to have on lipstick again People want to be able to relate, and so, so then you, so then you've
0: got to capture the content. So even if like you're going on a trip or whatever, just get the video, just capture it. So like, we go right, we pan real slow, horizontal, and then we turn it vertical, and then we go. Just get it,
1: just go that far. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing is take pictures, take some video. Yes. Mm-hmm you don't have to do it's not instant you don't have to instantly put it out on some kind of social media and I think that's something that people don't realize that's true that they don't have to use it right in that moment oh well I didn't post this yesterday so I didn't post this last week it doesn't expire now I do share with people if you're using a couple and they might not be together anymore I leave that for you to decide but yeah. I, I, I've had that conversation with wedding professionals.
0: We've had people reach out and ask if we could take pictures down because they're no longer together.
1: That's a decision for you to make in your own business. Yes. And
0: you know, for for a lot of purposes, we we typically, like when it comes to decor and design, that we do have clients that say, you can use whatever but no people. And like, I get that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I totally understand that. Yep. But now there's green screen, where you can, like, have something in the background of, like, talking about a decor design, and then your little face is peeping in. So there's there's different ways that you can do it. And your face doesn't always have to be in it. I think that's the number one thing.
1: Green screen is, like, phase three down the video list.
0: Yeah, I don't A, turn that.
1: your camera, or number one, turn your camera on. Number two. Clean
0: your camera.
1: Find a way to get your face in it. Find a way to to get to some level of comfort with that.
0: People want to see the magician behind the magic. And there's some TikTok accounts. That's insane. Yeah, like amazing dancers that they wear, and I mean, this is their brand now. They wear like these masks, and they wear like these, um, I don't even know what they're called, but no one knows what they look like. And it's all of—it's all a buildup. So for these three guys that I know who are dancers, who have a huge following, and it was just a joke. Like they were just starting it out that way because they actually worked at companies that would probably fire them if they were. They thought if they were since they were dancing, they're really good dancers. And now people are like, when are we ever going to be able to see your face? And so it's just been going on. Now the mm-hmm. day that they do take it off and reveal, I mean, they'll probably have millions and millions and millions and millions of people like show up at a pop up because they want to know who who's underneath the mask who and they're amazing dancers and then their strategy will shift exactly
1: don't have to keep the same strategy and you will shift and then you come up with the next thing
0: yeah and the, the other thing i will say too is that once you start going through this strategy really and we said this earlier pay attention to what people are saying
1: like turn your ears on because there is value There's valuable information that's going to be shared. It's just if you pick up on it, you make a note. I've had people say to me all the time, here's these ideas, that I'm at this event or I'm at this networking thing. There's a powerful thing inside your phone that is note-taking. It could be Google Keep. It could be some kind. It doesn't matter that you can jot a note down.
0: Yeah, just just start taking note. And then also look for repetition. And something recently, which I think I shared this with you, I'm not going to say who it was and I'm not going to say where I was, but I was at a conference and someone was being given something. And so all these videos were made about this company and these people, uh, about how wonderful they were and how amazing they were and how, how much of a hard worker that all these things. Yes, in our industry, we are all hard workers. <laughs> we are. We work our asses off and we put everybody else before ourselves, which that's a different podcast
1: but we've got like five or six just in one
0: One thing that helped me in my business group was to write my eulogy and think about and it's super freaking morbid to like when you die what do you want people to say about you and so these videos about this person and their company every single video and this really bothers me was consistently saying, you're such a hard worker, you're such a hard worker. You're. Su- I mean, just over and over and over and over. You're such a hard worker, you're such a hard worker. Well, no shit. We all work hard. But what's your legacy? Like, what are you leaving, and how are you helping people, and how are you making an impact? And maybe you're on Earth and you don't care to make an impact. That's fine, but figure out what you want. And, and if you don't know, that's then you, need, you should go around and explore different things. Like, mm-hmm. on what really is going... You can find passions and different hobbies in different life cycles of your life. And so don't pigeonhole yourself into something just because you're there and you're like, well, my parents did this, or I took over this. It's like, don't live your life miserably. But what I definitely don't want people saying is, you're such a hard worker. Well, no joke, but like, what is the actual takeaway? And I think some of that's generational too. Because hard work and then exposing yourself is, is two different things. Like there's this book, Empower Yourself. If you listen to my podcast, you hear me talk about it all the time. And it's like the pie. Like 60% is you putting yourself out there and not being perfect. And then 30% is the image. And then like 10% is performance. So being such a hard worker nowadays is like 10%. It doesn't matter. So yes we all work hard but like let's have fun while we're doing it and let's be smart and let's enjoy it and if you enjoy something but you don't know how to put a strategy together there's plenty of people out there who do strategy these days
1: but just ask them for the results and if you love what you do share it it doesn't mean you have to share a hundred pictures or five videos about it but those in the event industry have such an upper hand with the content and video. I mean, it's honestly, I've told people sit down, turn on your camera, tell tell me about last weekend's event. Yeah. Just, just talk. talk. But it's the same thing with strategy. It's like
0: if you do something for 90 days and it's not really working, it's not really performing. You gotta go back to the drawing board sometimes, and sometimes it sucks, but that's how you learn in doing a strategy. So to wrap things up, you and Sharon came down to Nashville. There's a new content creation uh, venue. It's so cute in Nashville. It's awesome.
1: It was awesome.
0: But it was like 10 scenes and then 10 tips that went along with each scene. And they're, they're really simple things, and it's like, even the girl that owns it they had an event that night and she was texting me and she was like oh my god i used this tip and this tip and this tip tonight she didn't take any notes she write it in. i I mean i share a google doc with everybody so i'm like you don't have to keep notes but it's like going to those types of things
1: and investing just a little time can completely change your perception even Um, for me for somebody who uses their phone a lot for photos and videos um But I'm also one of those people that I attend other coaches. I attend other speaking engagement. I like to learn from other teachers. Angela, um, she's amazing. But even for someone as actively using their phone as much as me, there was something for me to learn. As a matter of fact, some of the things I learned, I use almost every single day. So it was really important I also think it helps for Sharon, for example, she's not here, but I'll speak up. It felt her just a little bit more comfortable in actually turning the camera on. When you feel like you're, well, you don't feel like, you you are learning some tips along the way, and it's slowly building your confidence. And the smallest tips can make the big difference. But for that place, we were able to actually get, I can't even tell you how many photos I walked away from well over 200 pictures yeah, so and video.
0: We so haven't even started look. putting all of
1: the content out. I think out. I've used one of the pictures, and there may or may not have been a jam box involved. And if you want to see that, you're going to have to go find it. I and love while you're that. there, whatever platform it's on, make sure you like or follow me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and so. So then, like, we started talking, and then I went up, and you you guys launched this amazing community, and during COVID, there's some software that got put together, and so you're like, hey, come up to Indiana! like, we're having this thing. And so I went up there and, like, just met a bunch of people, and then just, like, collaborated, and we, yes, we all have podcasts. Yeah, I mean, people are like, oh, you all do the same thing. I'm like, well, we do some similar things, but like you said earlier, our backgrounds and our experiences, we're able to, two heads are better than one. Three heads are better than one. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you can collaborate with people and learn and like, it's like build a little tribe to like help hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. to make sure that if you see something, say something.
1: So, look, you don't get to the top of the ladder by yourself. And you don't no. get to the top of the ladder stepping on people along the way. And Angela could have easily blown me off. Um, you know, she could have easily done that. And she really kind of took me under her wing. And, you know, I don't know that she's learned much from me. I mean, she may fib and tell you differently, but <laughs> it is fun together. It's <laughs> the conversations. It's the collaborations, it's things we may both know, but how we say it, how we spin it, it sparks other things for us to do inside our businesses or together, Mm -hmm. there's power in collaboration. And I've said for a long time, our big thing is community over competition. Always. And wedding professionals out there, other businesses that are listening, you can collaborate with somebody. I don't care what industry you're in. There are ways to collaborate to help everyone involved.
0: We are going to be doing some workshops.
1: Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> so that's where the the power of collaboration is so important. Mm-hmm. And you you're speaking a lot coming up like I've spoken a lot and when you're when you're speaking and you're putting yourself out there, starting to pay attention to what people are asking for, it will either force you to shift it has me because I've learned to listen to my audience and that's what the return the return will come once you actually start just helping people and oftentimes like and I don't mean to do it I people are like wait what I, you're ta- I don't understand like don't talk over people's heads like just get down to the basics and And be patient with people because people get so frustrated these days of like
1: they don't and then they they just shut down. The best part about the one that we did here in Nashville that I went to of yours, hands on. I am so much better hands on. A lot of times when I teach, I like to teach hands on because I learn better that way. And so a workshop like we're going to do and like I came to down here. I was immediately implementing what I was learning and doing it with repetition. So when I left there, I wasn't like, let me get my notebook, let me read, what what, sentence, what, what page was it on? And I've done that. I went to many a conferences, workshops, all this, with a notepad full of information, and let me tell you how many times I've read back through that. And most of which I paid for. But the power of doing things hands-on you build a little confidence with repetition you're going to remember what you're doing and the other part of this is you're collecting content that can be used that day that week that month that year that is really doesn't expire unless you put something in it that dates it
0: yeah, try to say evergreen. I'm not talking yeah. about a Christmas tree. Like evergreen, meaning like. There it'll she goes stay with good. those big
1: words again. Like it stays good. Try for not a while. to use a date. Yeah. Or be specific about an event. Weather. Yes. yes. So. So content creation workshop, and I cannot wait. But this one is happening in Southern Indiana. That's right, just across the bridge from Louisville, Kentucky. It's actually going to be at Huber's Winery beautiful venue in starlight indiana amazing yes angela's been there and what is in store for you with different stations tips strategy it's going to be a combined effort and probably going to be the first of Good, I'm glad she said it first. Maybe. It's documented on film.
0: It is because then even after, so you'll
1: walk away with a lot of content basically
0: and you can do whatever you want with it. I will say make sure that you have some space on your phone. You need some space. And if, if you run out of space, which some for
1: some reason happens all the time, we're going to be talking about that too, where you can we'll store your you. photos and videos. Yeah. There's a lot of tools out there that you can do that. And even if you're on Apple or Android, or I'm sorry, yes, Apple or Android, it doesn't matter. Yep. You're going to be able to utilize those. The other thing is make sure your device is charged. Bring your um, charging cord with you. And you'll get all of the details. And the best part about it is the time that it's happening, there's other things that are going to be going on at Huber's. That there will be room in the schedule uh, for you to be able to take part in some of those things. There is going to be so many different content opportunities. Did you catch that it's in person? In person. No. time. You can get all the information um, in the show notes. Tell them what you got recently in the mail. A walking desk. A treadmill
0: desk. There you go. (laughs) So we're going to be doing some treadmill desk
1: things that's all I'm going to say. And I know you're out there rolling your eyes just like I did, but I've been documenting. I've not had it very long at the time of this recording. Um, Honestly, and I played sports all through school and after school, but it is not what I thought I was able to pick up on it really easy. And that was something that I ask you a lot about. Like, am I really going to be able to type or talk on the phone? Now, I'm not going to tell you that after I've been on it for a little bit that, you know, we might not have to pause for a minute to return calls and stuff, but you know, it depends on how brisk you walk mm-hmm. or how slow you walk. But anyways, I'm really excited about it. So so we're going to get some steps in, which is a whole nother thing. That will not be at um, the workshop. Just so you know, don't think you have to do something on a treadmill. No. We're not doing that to you. No, you should wear tennis
0: shoes because we're going to be mm-hmm. in the field. Um, like there's a lot of grass tell them the ring bling and all the things Mm -hmm. I I want them to know about because she she does a marketing podcast and then they actually do a podcast for couples and for parents and like specifically focusing on planning weddings and, and decor and Sharon who's one of the hosts she is a planner and then Mike is a floral designer who's also part of that And Mm -hmm. so we'll put the links down there because Mm -hmm. their podcast is an amazing resource
1: and they are consistent. And I'm so proud because not everyone is. We have not missed a week since we started in December of 2020. And yes, so Marketing Mondays, we now call them Business Booster Monday because we've grown more even outside just the word marketing. And then Wednesday are for engaged couples, parents, wedding party because sometimes they need some tips and information on what to do and not to do and uh, Then sometimes we also do some vendor spotlights as well that normally come out on Saturdays Um, And then you have your community we have join the community. Yeah, so we launched an online community platform and it's a place for us to bring engaged couples and wedding professionals together in one space where there's where we're focused on connection education visibility technology it, it is and it is we get a lot of feedback for being a resource a hub of information for both parties for professionals and for engaged couples they both need each other and having that space where they can connect they can learn we you talked about it earlier education is such a big part I'm very passionate about education and helping people along the way but also having a community where you can lean on others, other engaged couples that have, or even people that are already married, where you can ask questions and feel like people get you. We we talked about that also, where you yeah. click. And for wedding professionals, again, our whole mission is community over competition. We are stronger together than we are individually. So absolutely enjoy it. Just recently launched it. And what we have planned, I mean, honestly, the sky's the limit. And that's what I think is the key there. We've listened to the pain points for, from engaged couples and from wedding professionals. And that's the key is continuing to listen, get feedback, and then find ways to implement mm-hmm. consistent content that delivers on those key items. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I had so of much course. fun doing this.
0: This was so fun.
1: Yes. And now we're going to eat a little bit and drink a little bit. And then we're going to do a TikTok. She didn't tell me that before. I don't know what she's talking about.
0: And thank you so much for your time. Keep GSD, but doing shit that you love to do.
1: I love it. GSD. Bye,
0: y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember...